0: Gentlemen, you have discovered us once again. It is Fiesta Watch episode 13. My name is Noah Walter. Joining me as always is going to be my co-host, Wyatt Lyles. Wyatt, we have a lot to talk about this week, by which I mean there's like one thing you want to complain about and then we're going to kill time. Regardless, how are you doing?
1: (laughs) I'm doing pretty good, doing pretty good. You know, I feel like every time we do these podcasts later in the week, we always get some ridiculous news that comes out like right before we go to podcasts. So we will uh, definitely be talking about the – Stupid liquid stuff later on in the
0: show. Lol, L- liquid, Lol, L- liquid, Lol, liquid, if you will. <laughs> Somebody, ITM that that is a that is a thing that I came I alone came up with, and I want I I can't monetize that at all. But regardless, before we get we bring ourselves down by talking about liquid, let's let's take a look at the LCK, uh, where things are starting to kind of settle. I think I think it's fair to yeah. say uh-huh. uh, top teams are top teams. KT took down Samsung, so the kind of rock, paper, scissors between KT, Samsung, and SKT are still in effect. Um, do you want to briefly touch on KT versus Samsung before we move on into some of the other stuff you wanted to talk about?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I think that was probably one of the bigger matchups that we were waiting for, just because, you know, Samsung had been kind of coming up as a much stronger team um, earlier on this split than they did last year, or last split, so... um you know so they they did lose but by virtue of game score or, or match record Samsung actually still holds the second seed in the LCK so that's kind of interesting um, but they're both sitting at six and one and then SKT's up at the top by itself uh, but it was nothing special um, between KT and, and uh, Samsung you kind of expected KT to win because they are supposed to be kind of the second best team in the LCK and they are kind of Hypothetically, hypothetically. Um, Samsung, they are starting yeah. to hit their stride.
0: Samsung. Let's yeah, see. I mean, Samsung's
1: good. Like, I think that Samsung is, I would put kind of Samsung and, and KT on equal footing right now. Even though Samsung won, like it was a 2-1. It's. I mean, even though KT won, it was 2-1. It wasn't like they they blew them out or anything like that. Um, yeah,
0: it, like, so, if if the matchup had gone on to like a best of five, maybe as uh, Samsung turns it, maybe on a different day, Samsung takes it.
1: Exactly, yeah. So I think, you know, when these teams meet later on in the split during the the second turn at the round robin, things might be a little bit different. Uh, But I think the biggest thing that we got coming up soon is the first round of the Telecom Wars. That is going to be fun. That's going to be this Tuesday. We have to sit through – we have to sit through first. We have to sit through Rocks and and Ever8 winners first. Oh, my God. That's going to –
0: okay. The predictions on which (laughs) series takes longer, Rocks – Versus Ever-8, or... <laughs> oh, God, worse.
1: Wait, it, it, when the sad part is just, like, because Ever-8 and Rocks are going to be, like, two kids with, like, sticks just kind of, like, trying to fight each other. It's,
0: it's that it's that gif, or that's a picture from the Simpsons of two monkeys fighting, and everybody was, like, standing around and, like, cheering them on. Yes.
1: <laughs> exactly. So that's what we're going to get. But um, I think we're going to get a really good series with the KT SKT. Again, always hoping for three games from them because they always... Show up to play and kind of give us something to talk about. But speaking of Ever8 winners, I know Noah, you have some thoughts on this team. I do. I also uh, had some thoughts on, on SKT,
0: them. and you sniped it away. And I was like, damn it. Okay, moving on. <laughs> so I want to get my <laughs> well, stuff in. Well, if you want in. to
1: talk about SKT I, first, I'm, go st- ahead.
0: I'm stubborn, so I'm going to get my stuff in. This will be, I think, the first time that Untara and Blank start as a tandem for a talk more. sure. Because uh, they've been playing really well recently. They have. Uh, Untara's coming to come into his own. I think Prophet is now looking back, and it's like, wait, hey, I want to start. And then, <laughs> you know, looking over his shoulder all the way from EU, looking at Antara, who just, like, is starting over Huni. Good stuff, good stuff. Um, yeah, the shout-out. I just wanted to give a quick shout-out to those two. Uh, yeah, I mean, they looked Intara. good today,
1: too. I mean, granted, they were playing against Rocks, but, you know, yeah, they yeah. looked good. They were good on when they played earlier in the week against Air, so, you know.
0: Antara uh, like can't know play Rumble. They- he still can't play Rumble. <laughs> but like sure. with patch seven twelve it doesn't matter because here's a little secret. Solo Q secrets from yours truly. If you're playing a tank, get gargoyle stone plate and then get locket of the iron solari. If you gargoyle then locket, the the shield from the locket will scale with your with your uh stone plate active and you'll give everybody on your team a two K health shield. It's broken. Just just Damn. Just do it. God, Lord. Just do it. <laughs> That's so strong. It's you literally negate Rumble Ultimate by pressing two buttons. It's it's ridiculous. Anyways, moving on. We're as mentioned, uh, I mentioned, I kind of wanted to talk about every eight winners because I think we've seen enough of this team. Now we can start making some judgment calls about them. We can start talking about them in a way that you know where we start to predict where they're going to go next. Uh, what is a way that this team could improve? I want to start by saying I think Septed is a monster. I think he's definitely top five in his role in Korea right now. Do you disagree? No, I agree 100%. He's very good. I also think he's trapped in Elo hell. And and mm-hmm. you've, you're you the LCK guy, right? Like, you've watched much, much more games than I. Um, but like, I feel like every time I watch Ever8, Helper is not doing anything. And maybe that's just me being, like, insane, or, like, I have this huge bias towards Septed, but, like... I see Helper as more of a hindrance, really. What are your thoughts on that?
1: No, yeah, it, you know, I was I was saying this morning, like looking at him, like in these games, like he's doing all that he can do
0: accepted, to keep or... them
1: ahead. Uh, yeah, Septed is, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. Uh, helper's not doing much of anything, but Septed is actually. I mean, he's outperforming in every every game. He always wins his lane. I mean, almost always wins his Except lane. Except
0: funny, like from, is know. tilted from yeah, like play it, it, but.
1: Yeah, if it's still t- yeah, I mean that, the one game against Faker that was a pretty rough one, um, but I think he bounced back pretty well from that. He didn't kind of get too down on it, um, and even today, like he was, he had uh, ever eight with a pretty good sized lead, um, and I think game one over KT, and then the rest of his team just re- just kept feeding, and then yeah. they lost. So there, like, so there's not much he can do if if his team is not playing well, his contributions are just gonna. It's just going to fall on deaf ears because there's nothing they can do.
0: Right, like, and 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 what do you think? Like, what's the major problem area right now for Ever Eight? Because you know clearly they're not a great team, but yeah. but is there any one place where an immediate upgrade could benefit them in the long run, so they could potentially avoid the relegation zone or the danger zone? I guess.
1: I mean, I I think you're right in, in kind of looking at Helper because he. He does always seem to kind of just be, like, in the wrong places. He, he doesn't – he never really impacts the board. I mean, the board, the game, or the, the map. Like, he never no, really – he doesn't ever do much. Like, you don't really ever watch an Ever8 game and be like, oh, yeah, like, Helper was really helping out. Like, that that's not – I mean, you know, pun intended, but that's just never something that happens.
0: You watch the games, you're like, Helper, why are you there? Helper –
1: yeah, it's like help her, help your team, like do something, like help live up team. to your name. <laughs> and he just never does it. So, you know, I mean, but I mean, I'm even hesitant to say that it's just him. You know, I think there's I mean, there, there's a clear just kind of skill gap between their team and the likes of kind of the upper echelons of the LCK, and I think that's the problem with both them. I mean, any team that's going to come up from like the I forget what the name of their Challenger Series is, but basically, you know, their version of the Challenger Series, like, these teams in the LCK are just so good that when you kind of, when a Freak of Freaks is playing against SK Telecom twice a, a split and playing against these good teams, they're going to have some just better reps
0: right, right. than
1: a team that's coming out of the Challenger Series is going to have. So, it's like,
0: hey, we beat C.J. Antis, and then you get to the big boy league and you just get, like, smacked down. It's like, we eat C.J. Exactly. Antis for breakfast. Yeah,
1: exactly. And especially because LCK, like, the teams, like, it feels like the, the skill level, I mean, if it's even possible for the skill level of Korea to have gone up, that's what it feels like. Because if there's so many more good teams. I mean, looking at the top four in the standings, there's only, like, Longju is 5-2, and two, and then KT, uh, Samsung, and, and SKT have only lost one game. So, like, like they're all other. Are one series. To each other, yeah, right? exactly.
0: Actually, who did KT so, lose to?
1: Uh, KT lost to also a stupid team. Probably, uh, lost to Long. Probably, well, they lost to it yeah. was Longju. So I mean, and Longju was five and two. So like you know the the top the top half of this of the LCK is actually really good this yeah, year. Yeah, it's
0: stacks right now. But
1: I mean, we do have four teams that only have one series win. So there's that too. But you know, <laughs> hey So but what can you do? But the top is really good. Gonna, so
0: the, the bottom teams have to play each other. Somebody's gonna have to win. You know? Exactly. Uh, but let's move on. Um, let's move on to the LPL. Uh, briefly, we want to touch on a couple of things, mainly, first and foremost, if you guys didn't, weren't aware in the LPL, the season doesn't really start until playoffs, right? So a lot of teams <laughs> like to use this time in the regular season, not to necessarily troll, but they use it as scientific research. They try stuff. Here's some of the stuff. I mean, scientific
1: research, like in any other place would be called a troll.
0: Right, but in, in only time, in LPL it's like, is
1: it called scientific research.
0: Well, it's like a legitimate strategy. It's like let's just <laughs> let's just like goof around until playoffs, and then we'll actually play because they the, the LPL has no offseason between like Demacia Cup and all the other minor tournaments that go on. When, not sure, yeah. When LPL is not uh, currently in session, like these players experience burnout. So it's just like all right, I guess we'll just like kind of troll around during the regular season, and then in playoffs we'll just go ham. But uh, here's some stuff that I've been seeing uh, on 7.12 patch 7.12, which is the new patch. I don't know if L- LCK was on it, but LPL is definitely on it. Uh, I think all the regions are actually on it now.
1: Uh, LCK is not. They're still on. They're still on 11.
0: Okay, well, they might th-
1: switch to it next week.
0: They should, because uh, EU switched to 7.12 and LPL switched to 7.12. So come on, LCK, let's go. <laughs> Anyways, they, um, they're
1: always like a week behind. I feel like yeah,
0: they're just monkeys. Uh, <laughs> Jarvin Jungle has been a thing that the LPL loves a lot. Uh, Jarvin I mean, incre- Jungle. Frequently, or not frequently, but like, I've seen increasing uh, willingness to not ban Zach and just pick Jarvin and like, just go fight him. Right? That's the idea behind the pick. Last night, I saw two Zachs picks. One got stomped, although I think I was a product of his team. The other one completely hard carried the game and like, it was just like, why do you not ban this champion? Um, so yeah, uh Jarvin, very powerful right now in the meta. Uh because of the way the gargoyles stone plate changes work. Uh Jarvan just unloads his full combo, locks people in the cage, and then he gargoyles up and it's like he gets the guaranteed uh max health bonus, and he doesn't have to do damage 'cause like he already used his combo. So he just stands there inside the cataclysm and he's just like knocks somebody up occasionally and just like I got spams dance it doesn't matter. Yeah, everybody's locked in this small little circle. Damn. Um, another thing I've seen is toppling Jax. Jax got a couple of... Uh, there have been a couple of changes to Jax's build, namely that he goes T-Force, Titanic Hydra, into tanky items, and it's a very strong build. And uh, LPL Toplaners like him a lot to counter some of, like, the more carry champions, like Fiora, you know? Just... This become a late-game monster that cannot be stopped in team fights, And a couple of people have been good at the Jacks. A couple of people have been pretty bad at the Jacks. But these are just some of the things I've seen in the LPL that might invade into other regions. Because, I don't know, uh, because a little insider secret. Because the LPL does science in the middle of its regular season, a lot of teams from Korea and Europe, even NA, look to China as a source of inspiration for picks, right? Like, yeah. I guarantee teams were like, okay, it's seven twelve is out. What's, Korea, what's China playing? Because Korea will experiment with all the things that China tries. That's something we've learned, we, we've come to expect, right? That like, Korea, watching LPL is basically like watching the best solo queue in the world. The yeah, best organized true. flex queue in the world. Five-man flex queue in the world. So, okay, so LCK teams are watching that and they're going to say, okay, that looks interesting, let's try that. And then... If they do it, it's definitely gonna get stolen by everybody else. But you know, let's keep in yeah. our our comments of oh my god, LCK are such innovators; they're so smart and amazing. And like, let's stop let's stop stroking them off right right here because they just copy LPL. But anyways, <laughs> um, Snake Gaming have fired their entire coaching staff. Uh, there have been a couple of problems between the players and the staff before in the past. Uh, I applaud Snake uh, Snake management, but Snake kind of suck. So I don't think it's going to matter much. I think Snake is doomed for relegation. That's all I really want to say about Snake, honestly. It makes me sad. Snake used to be Snake came into the league from Challenger way long ago, and they were popping off. And then they just got smacked down. Was, ever since then, there's no. Um, yeah. Let's move on to EU, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Speaking of suck, uh, NIP and Mysterious monkeys.
1: <sighs> Those teams, like it. It just sucks because, like, I mean, I remember we talked about, you know, before um, before the Challenger Series, like, kind of promotion tournament happened, I was like, yeah, let's get some new blood in the EU. Like, it'll be cool. Like, we'll get some new teams, get some, like, you know, fresh fresh blood, fresh meat, mm-hmm. and they both came in, and they're 0-4 and, and have not even won a single game.
0: They are flasted so out the gate. <laughs> like, it's bad. <laughs> it's already it's, We're already just declaring it's over It's over like, uh, yeah.
1: I mean they're they're gonna go Right back into the promotion tournament I mean, Unless they have some miraculous Turnaround but I just I can't see that happening Because they're just They're just so bad
0: Like how are they Bad Wyatt are they just like mechanically Outclassed are they ma- or Is their macro non-existent like let's be Let's be a little bit specific
1: Yeah, I think it is their – I think it's both like the mechanical skills and and like the macro. I mean those kind of can be tied together, Um, but just when you look at them, it just looks like they don't have any strategy whatsoever. Like they they have no idea what their comp is supposed to be doing. Like they'll draft and they're just like, all right, well, so we're just going to like farm and then I guess maybe you can try to start a fight and then like – if you get him like halfway i'll jump in and then and then try to help but but if you die then like oh well or like we'll just all jump in and then just all die at the same time like clg so like it's just i don't know it's tough to watch honestly
0: okay um and then on the other side of the standings uh uol versus g2 tomorrow in cross bracket play oh boy that's gonna be fun yeah hopefully hopefully it's not just a stomp that's true like G2's I feel like it will be close has though. been kind of a suspect over the last few days.
1: They have, yeah. They've been playing
0: really rough. Like, give me a prediction. Give me a prediction, because I think we're going to agree here. I have a sneaking suspicion we're going to agree.
1: Yeah, I'm going Unicorns 2 1. I'm not, I don't think I'm, not that I'm not confident in Unicorns of Love to sweep, but I think that G2 knows that this is kind of the time they need to turn it on. So if, like if they lose this and go to two and three, then it's going to be rough for the rest of the season for them. So I think they're going to come out with their best. So I think that's, what's going to push it into, into three games, but I don't think that they can beat the unicorn to love right now.
0: Okay. Yeah. I, I think I a hundred percent agree with everything you said there. Um, Yeah. Took the words right MML. All right, word, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> Finally, we arrive to N.A. We're nothing. Wait, hold on. I'm getting, I'm getting, my phone's blowing up. Oh, uh, what's going on? Oh, Liquid did some more stupid stuff. All right, awesome. Wyatt, you want to talk to <laughs> you what the hell happened today?
1: Uh, so Liquid has decided that since everything else that they've been doing hasn't been working at all, that they're going to go ahead and they acquired the services of Inori. Formerly, or most recently seen on Phoenix One, last split, and they're going to return to a ten-man roster.
0: Okay, that worked really well the first time.
1: Yeah, so, so Noah, what's going on with this team? Like, it, is the Nori pick? Is this kind of? Is this going to turn the ship around, or no. are, are they missing no. something? What, what's Rainover going on?
0: isn't the. Pro- I'm getting upset at this team. <laughs> Rainover wasn't the problem. <laughs> Nori can't solve the problem. He doesn't have what you're looking for. You know? I think the problem is the like the, the multi-million dollar purchase you've been bragging about for three years that can only play Twitch or occasionally flexes mid because he feels like it. When he decides that the 80 carry meta doesn't suit him. Like the only variables that have stayed the same with this roster have been Piglet and like Matt and, and, and Lorlo. And they've tried something out mad a couple times, so even that's a lie. It's just Lorlo and, and Piglet at this point. Those are the consistent factors, right? And mm-hmm. there comes a point, and I'm upset now, there comes a point where, where Liquid has to say, okay, either we have to blame Lorlo for the last three years of mediocrity, or we have to look at Piglet. But for some reason, just, they just refuse. They point-blank refuse to look at Piglet in a bad light. You know, they, they, they insist that it's like, uh, it's not Pickle's fault. This was a bad meta for him. And then, and then they draft in the same stupid champions that they use as a crutch excuse back when it wasn't, back when the meta was like Jin and Varus. which like, side note, if you're a former world champion and you say, oh, I can't play well because I don't like this meta, then you got carried. Like world champions are champions because they're really good at the game and they can play multiple things. So when Piglet says, oh, this just isn't my meta, or whatever, and, like, just, like, taps out, it's like, hello, who are you? If you were back in Korea, you'd get benched for this. Come putting you on the bench for this. But he's in, on That's NA, right. and he knows, Piglet knows that Liquid ain't gonna do shit about it, right? Mm-hmm. Pardon my French.
1: Yeah, 100%. But,
0: like, I don't want to watch Liquid. I don't like Liquid anymore. I used to be okay with them. I used to kind of like them. I liked them back in the day when there was Quas and, and Crew. And they were they were goofing around, but now like I'm a professional analyst. I am paid to watch League of Legends, and you could not pay me to watch a Liquid best of three series against anybody right now. <laughs> I still want to do it. Are you sure you're not signed
1: up to do any of those games this
0: weekend? I am. I hope. I hope to God I'm not. <laughs> no, you're not. you're not. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs>
1: Okay, okay, please, like, cut off my rant, please, just like... No, yeah, I mean, I, I, like, everything you said, I think is 100% true, like, it, and it just, it, it bothers me to see, I mean, you see this in other sports, like, there's a player that a team committed to, and they're just like, well, we, we committed so much to this player, or, you know, we spent so much money, or we put so much, like, investment, you know, whether, <clears throat> excuse me, whether it be, you know, a draft pick or, or some sort of acquisition, uh-huh. they're just like, well, you know, no matter how bad he's playing, like, it's fine. He's not the problem. We'll just fix, if we just retool the entire roster, it'll fine. We'll, we'll, we'll eventually find somebody that, that will work with him or whatever. And it doesn't work in regular sports and it's clearly not working here because like you said, I don't think Rainover was a problem at all. Like, uh, you know, there's just, there's so many problems on the team, but I, I think the biggest one, you know, is Piglet and the fact that they're just, you know, blindly ignoring it and just kind of choosing to, to go elsewhere and make all these other changes. It just, you're putting a band aid on a gunshot, wound. like, or, or honestly, you're just like, Trying to ignore the fact that you have a gunshot when you're like, "I'm fine. I don't need to go to the doctor."
0: Yeah, you're just pretending everything. It's, it's that <laughs> picture of the dog in the burning house, and he's like, "Yo, it's fine. It's chill." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's
1: just like, "This is fine. This is completely
0: fine." It's not fine, Liquid. Your house is on fire. Like, <laughs> ten man roster isn't gonna solve anything. Who wants to play for Liquid? What challenger player is gonna be like? You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show the world what I'm capable of. I'm joining Liquid. Like, no, everybody's going to look at this roster and be like, well, get away from me, dude. I'm not out of here. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like, it, it's just, you know, I mean, they're Liquid is one in three. Let's see, who did they beat? P1. They beat, was it P1? Yeah, so, I mean, they haven't Sad beat Kirtle, they beat, no, they beat Dignita.
0: They beat Dig?
1: Yeah, which is actually kind of surprising.
0: Wait, have one P1 played yet? I could have sworn they did. Uh, let's see. It's like P one is still winless, as far as I remember. They did not. They haven't played yet. Okay. Well, that's gonna be a shit show. Can't wait for that. <sighs> but yeah, um, like I'm happy for Nori. He probably got a huge pay cut, uh, pay raise. Also, <laughs> the the addition of Mike Young, the P one. I'm sure everybody saw it, but like Mike Young is just a better Nori who has a better champion pool. So.
1: So maybe they'll actually win a game. I mean, they, they do play Liquid this week, so you don't have to wait long to see it on Sunday. Oh, Sundays, yes.
0: Liquid P1, so we'll see. Liquid P1. Uh, that is going to be a series. Let's see. It's like Sleeping Ryu versus Stuttering Golden Glue. Feeding Arrow versus Toxic Piglet. Zig, uh, Zig and Lorlo will continue to press buttons in the top lane and try and find themselves. And
1: like, you know, these kind of things, this is why people just kind of like, you know, everyone always shits on NA because stuff like this. I mean, there's just like it's just from the top down. It's just like dumb decisions by, you know, whether it be the players making. Doing things like this, like it it just makes no sense how this stuff can happen and
0: rough. It's very, very rough. Anyways, let's move on. Let's move on. Kind of take a deep breath. We all took a deep breath yeah. here. That was a very cathartic session, right there. Yeah.
1: So enough with that. So we do have some pretty good League of Legends that should happen in the North American region this week. Kicking off with Immortals and CLG on Friday. Um, this will be a battle for the top spot, and you know, a battle between you know Dardock and Smithy with the trade and all that kind of stuff. So I think this is going to be a really good match. Both these teams have been playing pretty out of their minds. Um, they're both 5-1, and one, so this is going to be a pretty big matchup. So, should be should be good times all around.
0: Mm. I think this matchup will be very telling. Not only are people like, yeah, we'll, we'll see who got the better of the jungle trade after this series. But I think this is a really important litmus test for CLG. Particularly, yeah. Like I believe that the CLG team might, is probably the best team in North America right now. Right, they have the highest potential yeah. out of American mm-hmm. teams right now. So if they if if they're struggling to take down Immortals, that is kind of a problem at this point, because if you think about it, yeah. Immortals has basically the same strengths as CLG does. Like CLG has a strong bot lane, Immortals bot lane has been playing out of their minds recently. They have a, a strong uh, split pushing slash team fighting top laner and in, in Darshan or Flame. Their mid lane error is kind of inconsistent but can occasionally pop off on certain champions. And then they're, and then the jungler swapped, right? Yeah. So it's not necessarily that Dardoch has to be the X, the X factor for the series, but it's important to see how CLG responds to a team that has similar strengths to itself because I think a lot of its wins have come against teams uh, a lot of Immortals wins have come against weaker teams and a lot of CLG's wins have come against teams who struggle to mash up in lane in terms of like laning phase. Because Darshawn yeah. has been having a good split. Who he's been having a decent split. CLG botlane has been having a decent split. And and Dardoch is just getting early leads everywhere for everybody. So Yeah. Um, if I had to make a prediction, I'm going to follow the segue into this. I'm going to yep. go 2-1 CLG. I think CLG are going to mess it up either game one or game two. And, and fail to compliment Dardoch. But I think they can then get on the horse and they smash game three.
1: All right, I'm uh, going to go bold. I'm going to say I'm going to go for a 2-0 just because.
0: For CLG or Immortal? For CLG,
1: yeah, okay, for CLG. Okay. Um, Fanboy
0: here. Fanboy fan, fan alert. Of course, of course. Fanboy alert. Uh,
1: um, but, I mean, you know, this is the best CLG team that has played in the last couple seasons. So this is kind of their shot to, to really dominate this play, especially since there is a lot of question marks going around. I mean, TSM is looking a little bit weaker. Um, you know, there's so much kind uh-huh. of the bottom teams are really floundering. So this is kind of their chance to, to win the split, get into worlds and try to, you know, do a little bit of damage, however much they're going to do, you know, we'll see, but this is definitely where they're going to, if they can two here, I think that'll really separate them from the pack, and it'll kind of put them in a good spot throughout the rest of the split. So, yeah, I'm gonna go bold with the two zero for CLG.
0: That that is bold like, that is bold like. Uh, damn it! I had something. You almost had it. Why with the control B here. God. <laughs> <done. I'm>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think on that note we should probably end things. We should probably go before let's, we let's embarrass do you ourselves. I do the outro
0: while I like hang my head in shame?
1: Yeah, I'll go ahead. So if you guys want to talk to me, you can reach me on Twitter at Wyatt double underscore RW. Make sure you get that double underscore. And Noah, where can they find you?
0: Mm. At RW underscore Noah Waltzer.
1: All right. Well, thank you guys for listening once again, and we will catch you next week.
0: Cheers.